0: Welcome to The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Richie. We're girls and we nerd out. This time especially with the cock out. Huge cock. <laughs> totally out. Um, <laughs> you may contact us and we love it when you do. We're on Twitter at The Nerd Out. We have a Facebook group and you can email us info at thenerdout.com. Uh, you can also leave us uh, reviews on iTunes. We like that a lot and that lets other people know that this is the best podcast that you have ever listened to in your entire life. Exactly. And you love it so much you want to marry it. <laughs> or one of us. That's cool. <laughs> um, it has been a very eventful couple of weeks in the nerding out universe. Um, first things first that I just noticed, Ritzy and I have a way that we always record. And even though we've done it in a couple of, of other places, I've always been on the left and you've always been on the oh, right. Oh,
1: no. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're kind of mixing it up today. We're
1: mixing up a whole new place.
0: Yeah. It's like a whole new podcast. Yeah.
1: There's another vibe. There's <laughs> it's another a totally, vibe. it's a whole
0: new vibe. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been a big couple of weeks, um, with lots of things ending, the walking dead and what? lots of things starting, give it for and Mad Men coming up. Yeah. So, um, there is much to talk about, but first things first, um, I have an announcement to make. As uh, people, as long-time listeners of our podcast, or even perhaps um, occasional listeners of yeah. our podcast may know, I sometimes like to give Chris Hardwick a little bit of grief. Like to love-hate. Yeah. I.e., like, Chris, could you leave a little nerd on the table for everybody else? Yeah. Could you just not take everything nerdy for yourself and your, like, evil empire? Basically, you're kind of a Chris Hardwick hater. A little bit. But it comes from a place of love. It really does. <laughs> Um, and you know what, from here on out, it only comes from a place of love because I had a crazy Chris Hardwick dream. What? In the Chris Hardwick dream, he, I walked into a hair salon and it was his friend's salon and he was working there cutting hair, which he did one day a week because he liked it and he felt like it kind of kept things fresh. Yeah. He did, he did everything. Yeah. And it just kind of like kept things fresh and fun for him. So we, he like cut my hair and he did a really good job. We got along super well. He was, he was like the male me. And I was like, I love you so much. That's how you love him, because he's a male youth. <laughs> and then I came back in a week later, and we did it again. We're all sitting around talking, and finally, like, he went to the bathroom or something, and his friend was like, dude, are you a total idiot? He's super into you. And I was like, he is not. He's Chris Hardwick. And he was like, no, man, you got to ask him out. He's kind of a shy guy. He'd never ask you. And I was like, all right. So when he came back, I was like, hey, you know, you should come on my podcast sometime. And we should totally go bowling at Reddit, lawn bowling. <laughs> and he was like, yes, I would love that. And, uh... and so we were total soulmates. And ever since then, I woke <laughs> up. And the first thing that I thought was, how weird that even in your subconscious, his dad was a pro bowler. Well, yeah, so, he went so I was bowling. like, how weird that I went with bowling on the Reddit lawn. I, I mean, Reddit is probably like in somebody's basement. <laughs> And B, because we were soulmates, I now can never, I, not only will I never say anything ill of Chris, I will not tolerate it in my presence. <laughs> when he came on The Talking Dead, there were feelings of love. I was like, Chris, high <laughs> five my TV like, monitor. You're like dating him
1: in your dreams because he wants you in your dreams. What? <laughs> 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 what is that?
0: Who are you going to call? Chris?
1: That is weird.
0: Chris, no, I was just recording this about about the dream that I had about you. No, no, it's cool. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyhow, so after Chris, that, hi. yeah, and now I totally, he's like my own BFF. I love wow. him.
1: So what, are you going to stalk him now?
0: No. And it, it wasn't even a, an especially romantic dream. It was just a total weird soulmate. Like, soulmate. He was, s- he was snarkier States. in person, and yeah. I think that was... That was, we, we met each other halfway. Nice. He added some snark and I lost a little attitude and it was, it was Aww. awesome. I know. Totally.
1: T.I. And oh, Chris Hardwick made Sitting up in, in a, a tree. tree. Aww, that's
0: cute. Um, okay. So enough about me and my bizarre subconscious. <laughs> um, there was another person though. Oh, Tom Cruise. I also recently had a dream that I was dating Tom Cruise. Damn. You're just getting around. I'm t- kind of a whore. <laughs> I was going like, you're a fucking whore. <laughs> No slut shaming on this podcast. <laughs> You're loosey goosey. So, this other fun thing that I did is um, we talk about LACMA, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, a lot because we both live like a stone's throw away. Yeah. And because um, we're
1: members. It's really
0: awesome and we're members or whatever. So, um, Jason Reitman does a thing at LACMA um, called a live read, and he gathers together actor friends or even people he doesn't know. And they all get up on stage for usually, I think, the first time, and they read through a screenplay that he has chosen. Hmm. And so it's not streaming. It's not recorded. It kind of lives in that hour and a half moment. Oh, cool. And that's it. So I went, and it's always a surprise what it's going to be. So uh, my friend took me, and you can buy a season pass for that. It's like 200 bucks, which is why I have not done it. Um, (laughs) But I've always wanted to go. So, my friend took me, and it was The Usual Suspects. Awesome. And um, there were lots of, like, sort of character actors. I was like, oh, yeah, I know who that is, and I would look it up. One of the people was Kevin Pollock, who was in The Original Usual Suspects, Mm -hmm. but he played a different character. Mm -hmm. Um, They had um, Adam Brody from, like, The O.C. Oh, yeah. The girls like him. Yeah. And then um, Kaiser Suzo, whoever. The guy who plays him. What's his name? Um, Oral somebody. Verbal. Verbal something. I
1: never know his name, but you know his face because he's in everything.
0: Yeah. Well, it's Kevin Spacey. He and. But he plays a character, verbal something. Anyhow, the guy who played him was Dexter. (laughs) Yeah. Not Anthony Michael Hall, which is what I always want to call him. Yeah. But I believe it's um, Michael C. C. Hall. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Dexter. So it was really awesome. We got to sit there and listen to everybody do it, That's and awesome. it was a super super fun time. Um, the new season starts, I believe, in the fall of 2013. So if you are in Los Angeles and you like to do things like that, I'm then totally down
1: to, to to go to one. Yeah, we should fall. go to one sometime.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, even I was even thinking like, well, it might end up making sense to just buy a season pass because, you know by the time you go to however many of them, it's probably worth it and kind of a cool thing to support. So. Nice. There you go. I I did that. Um, And if anybody has ever seen any of the other ones, let me know. The time previous was right around the Oscars, and they did His Gal Friday, and it was um, Jason Bateman was the lead, and Anne Hathaway was the lead actress. Pretty funny. Um, Okay, enough about all that shit. Let's talk about The Walking Dead, dude. (laughs) <laughs> Bring it. tacos. Classy.
1: Tacos. Sorry.
0: Um, let's talk about it. Okay. So I assume that you saw the final episode. Of course. I was in San Francisco
1: um, at Marib's house and uh, we were supposed to leave. My friends were going to come and get us and we are going to drive back down. And um, we just couldn't do it until we saw the season finale of mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Sure. Because mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. Totally. Priorities. You sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know. I have a five month old, but it's it doesn't matter. You have to watch The Walking Dead. You have everyone has priorities. And
0: um yeah, so what did you think? I thought I actually thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were Yes, yeah. online saying like
1: they were never see, like they're done with the show yeah like super disappointed what was that come on walking dead and all this stuff and i was like
0: i was like what did they like what crawled up their ass and died i don't know why people were so upset about it i know um i was shocked as hell that andrea died
1: Dude, I was like sad, and I was like, and it totally made sense. I was like, no wonder she was crying at the panel. She was crying because she wasn't on the show anymore. She was already
0: dead. And um, as you may remember, we were ragging on her a little bit on the last podcast because she was like a a hot ball of mess. But now it totally makes sense. Yeah, now we know why. And she went out like a G. She She totally went went out like, like a G. She went out like a G for sure. And I imagine that she killed him with the wrench. I'm not even sure. Or the pliers. They kept saying it was pliers. It looked like a wrench to me, but what do I know? It's pliers. Okay. I know you're the one who would know. <laughs> um, let's see. Yes. I thought that she was really good, and I was shocked that she died, and I cried because I'm a I'm a TV crier. Um, I was sad. I didn't cry, but I was sad. I thought that the ending with the governor was the best of all possible endings. Like, he either had to die in, in a really amazing fashion, or he had to, you had to take it even further, and they, like, swung for the fences with him just being, like, snap, and, like, mowing down all of those people.
1: You, I forget, did you say you did, you have read the yes. graphic novels? Is that what happens in the Um, I
0: have only read up to a certain point in the graphic novels, oh. but no, like... I've basically what I've read up to would sort of be ending right now, mm. and it is too. It, it's in two wildly so, different places. Oh, Okay,
1: I, I I was like, yeah, totally. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. He was so upset because I knew I knew he was going to do something like that because when he was just like, like he like drove hella fast and cut them off. Like, what are you doing I pull over. Like, he yeah. was like, what the fuck? Because he don't want to look weak. Yeah, but what does he expect? Like.
0: Well, I was also like, you guys have, like, a grenade launcher and, like, that crazy gun that was just, like, totally blowing away, like, walkers and, like, huge huge Blowing up the and towers prisoners. and shit. And there's two people with, like, rifles. And you guys all, like, run panicked. Like, there's snow tomorrow. Like, big But babies. they don't know. They don't know it's two people. I guess. But I was like, fuck that shit. I was shit. like, they
1: had a lot. Of- I go, where'd they get the firecrackers from? Like, they set that shit up. And then in the beginning. Maybe they
0: raided, like, a Chinatown. <laughs> Then it top. Top yeah. in the
1: sticks. <laughs> um and then they put the, you know, those um like spikes for the to the tires mm-hmm. and stuff. I was like, man, they really set a bunch of shit up. We didn't see all that. Mhm. Um and it was kinda like when <laughs> they were like going through and there's like the smoke and the firecrackers that are going through. It kinda reminded me of um, a long time ago, when I went to a carnival and I went <laughs> in the little fun house, it was the Tijuana Jail. Like you go in the dark and you don't know where you're going, and when you turn around every corner, you step on something that scares you. Like it's like you know what I mean. It seemed like they were in a fun house just uh-huh. because we knew it wasn't real people. Yeah, but they didn't know that. Um, but yeah, it was. I think it was. Uh, it had to be done. Where he just like fucking
0: slaughtered everybody. And didn't even like didn't even care that they turned walkers. He was like. The only thing that I thought that they should have done differently that would have been so much smarter is they got them down into, like, you know, those hallways and stuff. And I knew as soon as they went in, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to be down there with, like, all of those walkers and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, East Jesus in the jail. Mm. They should have just fucking closed the door and been all, see ya. No, that's what
1: a lot of people said when we're watching it. They're like, yeah, they should have totally closed the door and, like, but
0: dealt with them later. Yeah. As walkers. Um, I thought that Carl was right. That guy was not putting his gun down.
1: Well, even if you would, you don't know. No. But you at the same know.
0: time, I wish that I was in Walking Dead World for just a couple minutes and I could wipe that smug right off of that little shit's face. Yeah. Carl, <laughs> smarten up. That's your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's either like Carl, stay in the house, (laughs) Carl, don't go psychotic. (laughs) It's it's always fucking Carl.
1: And I saw, do you watch The Talking Dead after? Yes, uh huh.
0: So, uh. With my new best friend, yes, of course. Yes, Uh, (laughs) uh. And
1: they were talking about if they kind of saw something, some attraction going on between Rick and Michonne.
0: Oh yeah. I was like I did not pick up on I that. I
1: totally picked up on it, but really? I was like, No.
0: I I saw that and I was like,
1: No. There was like a like a little smirk, a little pause, a little a little vibe going on. Well thing, I don't know if it was a meet you respect type of thing. I mean it's been a while since Rick's gotten laid. And he's not seeing uh his wife anymore. She's no. not appearing on the bridge. No so. more like
0: ghostly ghostly lays. <laughs> <lives>, what dreams? <laughs> um But see, here's the thing that really, I was actually very annoyed by the episode before when Rick's like, well, I guess we're going to have to give Michonne to the governor. I'm like, Rick, in no part of this world, would give up Michonne to the governor. Yeah,
1: but I thought it was good that he, I thought it was good that they showed him considering it, talking to fucking um, Merle about it, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like. He was kind of in a desperate place, and he was like, "Well, she's new. Like I got it, you know." I, I think it was he showed like he was just human. He was going to make a mistake, and like he told her, "Like I you know." She was like, "But you didn't." And you know, then Michelle was like, "He was like, I was going to do it." and mm-hmm. She's like, "But you did it." And that's what that's ultimately what you know it came down to. Did he do or didn't do it? He didn't do it. He was going to do it. He was real close. Started to, doing to it. do it. You know what I mean? He was he was trying to, but yeah. but he didn't do it because that's not in his nature to do it. Yeah. But it's the, it's the apocalypse, man.
0: Well, I also thought that uh, I was having dinner with some friends, um, Holler Nick and Jason, <laughs> and uh, we were talking about like what skills we would bring to the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. Like
1: Michelle brings the knife skills.
0: Yeah, and like we were sort of like, what what could we do? Yeah. And they're both like you know. Like super, super smart, super technical. Like they they're engineers. They can build things. I was like, I will tell you who brings nothing to the table. That's pretty much me. <laughs> but I will say the one thing that I bring to the table is that You send me into a like one-on-one meeting with the governor, and I'm shooting that guy, for <laughs> sure. Well, since you, since
1: we've already established that you're a whore, you could totally be Andrea and sleep with all. The I would people. sleep with him.
0: <laughs> Depending on how desperate I was, but you know that's actually a beautiful segue into the fact that I'm having some issues with the governor because the more psychotic and evil and mental he gets, the hotter he is to me
1: Hot. that speaks volumes
0: that speaks volumes people Hot. when you first started, I was like, that's a handsome man, but by oh, the I was end like, Ugh, it,
1: I can't believe that
0: by the end of it, with the eye patch and the like psycho and the like the stalking up and, and like all of it, so messed up. And I'm like, he just keeps getting hotter.
1: Crazy. That is <laughs> crazy. So, so you and, um, you know, one of the G's, uh, Danny, he lo- he's like, I totally understand Ti and and you know the governor stuff. So like, Ugh, gross. So he's like, oh, did you watch The Talking Dead when he was a guest, the one before? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, I had recorded, but I didn't watch it. So I was like, let me watch it. So I watched it a couple of days ago. And I texted him. I was like, okay, I kind of see. Not on the show. He's too creepy on the show. But take off the eye patch, grow a little, um, you know, salt and pepper facial hair, and give me that accent. Uh-huh. I could see it. see, I could see here's it a the bit.
0: thing. When I saw him on The Talking Dead, I was like, Blah does nothing really?
1: for me. See, because I am a little bit more
0: <laughs> normal. You're a freak. <laughs> I mean, I... If, Another friend was like, Oh, I think Nick again. He was like, You just want to, like, he's like, You want to, um, hi, Nick. You want to, hi, Nick. <laughs> you want to, you want to fix him. Like, you totally want to fix the bad boy. And I was like, mm, no, no, I'm pretty sure he can't You're be fixed. You're like, I want to keep the bad boy. Yeah. I think that, I think it's a combination of things. I think that it is that but he's
1: not a bad boy. There's a different bad no, boy he's and totally evil.
0: psychotic. Yeah. He's really competent, and that to me is super hot. Even though Mm. he uses his competency for evil.
1: Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. That's true.
0: Um, And, you know, you kind of feel like he's an ass kicker. And I respect that as well. I like guys who are ass kickers. And then Nick also suggested that perhaps he was like, oh, you know what it is? He has that whole Han Solo thing going on. (laughs) And I started laughing. And I'm going to create a picture. And it is going to be the picture that is at the top of this on our website. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is a fucking revelation for me. Han Solo, um, Captain Mel Reynolds from Firefly, Nathan Fillion, my other crash. Oh, yeah. And the governor with the eye patch. Like three, like, weird futuristic cowboys.
1: <laughs> that, that's, oh God, that's it. Oh, my God. That's it. That's your thing. That's it. So, if there are any of you Problem out solved. there in the real
0: world and are single, please. Who are cowboys from the future, preferably from space, hit us up. We got, we, got, we got one here for you. <laughs> Info at nerdout.com You know what? You can even just come direct to me on Facebook. That's cool.
1: You can call it at 555. Five, five.
0: <laughs> so, um, okay, Walking Dead. I'm sad that it will be, God, like eight months before it's popped back on. It's going
1: to go by so freaking
0: fast. Yeah. Well, and all of the people who are like... Mm, the last episode was so awful. I'm never watching it again. Don't watch it. They'll watch it. We don't need you. Yeah,
1: you and your <laughs> good false, riddance. You and your false threats. Good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what are we gonna do? Really, what are we gonna do with all the old people though?
0: Well, it's gonna be a really boring season if it's like the adventures of old people and babies.
1: And then, if right on the first
0: episode they all get getting... eaten. Yeah. Well, because you can't go anywhere. Yeah, you're gonna have to be at the prison with those people, and then they have to protect them all the time because they can't protect themselves. Okay, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna look into the future right now. Okay, I traveled to the future and back. Yeah, and what I see is we open with um, nine months have passed. Nine months have passed, and like some of the people in our core group are so tired of looking after old people. (laughs) That they 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 go uh fucking governor and shoot them all. I don't know if they'll do that, but it'll be like scenes of them like you know all we ever do is work all day for them, and all they do is sit Carl. around and whatever. They're just they're slowing us down. Yeah, and it'll be Carl, and then Carl will go bat shit and shoot them. He'll be
1: like, uh, yeah, that old lady, she was gonna draw a gun on me.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that we will have to keep us warm in the cold, cold nights of summer, um, not so much would be uh, Game of Thrones.
1: Game of Thrones, what I have yet to see the first
0: episode? Yeah. I haven't had time, so, so I, tell I me about it. I won't give anything away, really. Um, I didn't hear, like, too it was, much hoopla about it, though. It was awesome.
1: Okay. Seeing uh-huh. it
0: again was really awesome. Um... I feel like this season is going to be very difficult because you have all of your different character viewpoints Okay. and it's going to be annoying skipping around in them mm-hmm. because in the book sometimes there's a whole book and you don't really hear what happened to Arya or mm. whomever. You just concentrate on that one. Yeah. And you can't get away with that in the TV show. So it's going to be like what's going on with Arya? What's going on with Jamie? What's going on with Daenerys? What's going on with Sansa? What's going on with and I just feel like that's going to get kind of tired pretty quick. Um, nonetheless, I will take every last moment of it, and this is actually, this, this is the book where, at least in book form, Daenerys Targaryen kicks the most ass, though, so I am very much looking forward to a year of her, kicking and, ass. um, yes, and her peeps, kicking some ass and taking some names. So,
1: since I haven't seen it, and
0: I'll watch it
1: sometime over the weekend, because of the amount of time that I've passed, do I need to go back and rewatch the last episode? Or do you think I'm cool enough, okay enough, to go just straight in again?
0: I think that you will be okay to go straight Because I
1: haven't read the books, yeah. right? So, But I'm cool. It'll po- come, come, come back to me.
0: I think you'll be okay, especially the previously ons um, at the very beginning was pretty comprehensive. Okay. Like, it, but I had a watching party with a few friends. And, um, we had a slumber party and rewatched five episodes from the last season Oh, nice. and like laid around and drank wine and ate a bunch of food. And <laughs> finally it was like two 30 and we were like, are we like 14 year olds at a slumber party? We have to go That's to
1: bed. Fun. That's cute.
0: So, um, yeah, so I was pretty caught up on it and, uh, I'm super excited. I can't wait for you to catch up too.
1: And we could talk and discuss.
0: Yeah, there's like new characters that I like a lot. I like how they're handling um, the character of Marjorie, who is um, who was the one who was married to Renly, and Renly was banging her brother. Oh,
1: okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so now they're trying to, you know, she's sort of connecting with Joffrey. Well, oh, ach, ew. I know, but that's it's. Oh, that's, because
1: I remember what happened in the last. Yeah, one. Oh yeah. Because yeah. she was like, and she's the one that always she was a. The bol- And the Bowling Girls, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's awesome having her around. And she's a much better match for Joffrey and Cersei than mm. Sansa was. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it should be a really awesome season. I'm super excited. How many episodes do we, do we have? Do you know? I think it's ten. I think it was ten last season. Okay, so they're going to start. Not enough. <sighs> ten not enough. So
1: let's talk about something else that's going to start up uh, this Sunday, two-hour season premiere. Oh, my God.
0: Mad Men. So excited. Super excited for that. Two-hour season premiere. Come Christmas. on. Christmas.
1: Yeah, hello. Uh, happy birthday and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kwanzaa, everything rolled up into one. Mm-hmm. Um, I While I was up in the bay, um, I needed to watch something in bed on my computer to kind of help me relax and fall asleep. So I decided to watch the pilot episode of Mad Men. Oh, how was it? And I I would suggest you do the same. It's so interesting how many seasons have passed Mm -hmm. to go see the first episode, Mm -hmm. how everything was structured and you didn't know a lot of things and you're just like, oh, this is awesome to see how far everyone has come and Uh how everyone's stories have evolved and how much... um, uh, Why can't I think of anybody's names? Peggy. Um, Peggy Shareshock. Peggy's first day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like everyone's relationships and how everyone's changed so mm-hmm. much and evolved and how people, some people hated each other and, you know, it, it, it was really awesome to see.
0: Have you heard this whole thing about people being obsessed with John Ham's penis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, Homie isn't a fan of underwear. He's a and, free baller. And they have all these pictures where it's just like big balls, like a little baby stuck in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty, um, I mean, let's just say you can tell that John Hamm is a circumcised man. Yeah. Based on these pictures. Yeah. And, um, somebody asked him about it and he was annoyed and he was like, you know, I think that it's stupid and you know, what's wrong with people, but I guess that it's better than having the opposite problem. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah.
1: Who do you think is bigger? Um, John Hamm or our other man.
0: Oh, um, Liam Neeson? Yeah. It's got
1: to be Liam Neeson. Or as we now know, who did he say? It was between him and, um, who did he say?
0: Not Kevin Bacon. No,
1: he said it was between <laughs> him and, uh, the guy who- Willem Dafoe. Pulled... Willem
0: Defoe. yes. Who I love. Okay. Hey guys, <laughs> call me. <laughs> <laughs> baby's arm holding a navy bottle. Um, and then, kind of apropos of nothing, I have one other TV moment okay. that totally made my whole night when I stumbled across it. Okay. I don't watch um, Colbert as much as I should, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, or yeah. The Daily Show. Um, I don't know why. It's just not usually. I think it's because they start at like eleven o'clock at night, and oh. that's usually when I try to turn the TV off and read, oh. like a nerd. Um, and they had James Franco on Colbert and James Franco apparently is a Tolkien fan and a big fan of like Lord of the Rings and whatever. So he goes on there and he says to Colbert, like, you know, I think that we need to have a do over for our trivia contest. Now, dear listener, you probably know that Colbert is like a mad Tolkien trivia guy. Like he knows everything. When they were filming, uh, I think it was Lord of the Rings. He he went on a set visit, and he could not out trivia their like academic expert, but he could out trivia like any of the writers, any of the other Holy people shit. who know who knew like all of the stories backwards and forwards. That's awesome. So he had James on, and James is like, "We totally need to try this again." And and he challenges to name um, a mere two of the Valar. And Stephen Colbert gets this look on his face. It's totally that's like,
1: like, did he just really, he, am just... I
0: hearing this correctly? <laughs> and it's like this kind of like subtle look on his face. It's like a little bit of delight and a little bit of like, how dare he? Yeah. And, um, and then he proceeds to deliver a massive smackdown, which is so hilarious. And he is so like gleeful. It's it great. is amazing. I so, just watched it right before we recorded. It. It's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And,
1: and we we just found out that we both have major crushes on Stephen Colbert. Yeah,
0: totally. He's great. He's so awesome.
1: I also saw him on um, on Oprah.
0: <laughs> Oprah wow. went to his house. Oprah went to what's his house like?
1: Uh, total like East Coast country, you know, mm-hmm, like that. Um, but he's awesome. He's great. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing to, to love about Colbert,
0: yeah, especially you because you're totally into that shit. I know, I'm totally, I'm totally into that shit. Yeah, uh, we'll have a link to it.
1: Yeah, on the so blog. you can watch
0: it. Um,
1: I have discovered uh, Billy on the Streets. I don't know if you've heard of it. I do not know this. Um, he would always be a guest on uh, Watch What Happens Live on Bravo, mm-hmm. or he'll be like the bartender, and i was like, "Who is this dude? He must be like totally." they like, "Oh, it's Billy on the Streets." So, Bill in the Streets, he has a thing off on Funny or Die. He also, uh, you can also watch them on uh, YouTube. But um, on Fuse, I ran across it. And every Friday, the season just ended, they'll have Billy on the Streets. And Billy on the Streets is a gay dude with a weird eye. And he goes out on the streets of New York. Does he have
0: a weird eye in real life? Real, in real life. Okay.
1: And uh, And he goes out. He's really weird. He's awesome. And he goes out and does different things. Like, he does things like... Um, he'll have a dollar in his hand. He'll have a, a one camera guy and a mic. And he'll be like random people. Miss for a dollar, right? And he'll do ask weird things and if they answer it, he'll give him a dollar or he'll just they'll answer it on the he'll, he'll be like mm hmm and walk away <laughs> and he'll have like guest stars on there. Like he loves pink so he'll be Asking her questions while they're in the harnesses and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, he loves. He's like a huge Meryl Streep fan. Everyone knows that. I follow him on Twitter. He's amazing. He'll have people on like Deborah Messing, and he'll have a game called "It's Deborah Messing, You Gays," and he'll walk <laughs> around and drag her and like look for gays and stuff like that. And then he'll do like this um, trivia question game, right? And he'll do with random people, and he's like. Okay, you have to answer these questions. And for each question, you get, like, kind of three lifelines. Mm-hmm. One is, like, ask a stranger on the street. Uh-huh. Number two, um, compliment me on the hair. Uh-huh. Or number three, I can run down the block and yell it to you. It is so amazing. And then, and then, and then he'll, like, do these games with stars. And, he'll be like, and then you win an amazing prize if you can name, like, you know, all these things in 30 seconds. So everyone's, like, so they do this thing. The amazing prize is, like, a broom or a ladder <laughs> or he'll do this thing where he goes and he'll have like a vase or a glass or you know whatever some plates and he'll go to uh up to someone and be like, okay if you if you name it within five fifteen dollars you win it and then like, how much do you think it is and they'll be like five dollars you're like no and he'll break it on the floor but <laughs> um, this is when i fell in love with him when he did um for a dollar and we'll have i'll have a link to this um he goes up to this random girl just totally shocks her and she's up against the wall. He goes, Miss, for a dollar, would you leave your family to smell Ryan Gosling's balls? (laughs) That's when I was like, I love him. She goes, Oh no. He's like, I would.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He makes me cry. If it can be happy as funny is is you telling the story (laughs) then I'm in. It's
1: so good. <laughs> so and and you know, Funny or Die is Will Ferrell's thing. So there's a couple of uh, YouTube's of him with Will Ferrell doing uh-huh. going at it and stuff like that. So it's amazing. Um, so we'll have a link to it, okay, and
0: I want to watch that. too um,
1: And I'll uh, hopefully find the link. To, I recorded on my phone because I was texting it to a couple of people who uh-huh. are Ryan Gosling fans. Oh my god, you have to send it to yeah, me. Yeah, and I'll send it to you. Maybe I can add it to the. The podcast, totally. the podcast where he's like, Miss, for a dub, you have to see the visuals because the girl's like, <gasps> She goes, ew, no, like if, like if Ryan Gosling, bo- like he had his hands on Ryan Gosling balls up to her face, she's like, <laughs> ew, no,
0: she's crazy, she's gross, totally crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's probably about it right now for TV, okay? Um I've been reading, as I mentioned, starting at roughly 11 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Don't
1: call her. Don't ask her to watch TV because it's reading time.
0: Really, I mean, really don't call me after 10. I feel like that's kind of (laughs) rude. Don't you think? Like, you don't call people before 9 o'clock in the morning, especially on the weekend. Did your mom ever teach you this when you were growing up? (laughs) It was a big rule in my house, the times that you were allowed to call people.
1: Well, I really wasn't able to use the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Because I don't know, I just didn't really until I got my own line. But it was until I was like in high school, hmm. and I could call whoever I wanted because it was my own line.
0: Okay. No, I we were not. I was not allowed to call anyone before nine in the morning, and I was not allowed to call anyone after nine. This is at on night. their
1: home line or on their cell? Because I feel on their cell, a lot of people tend to be more like me, where I have my ringer off,
0: so you can text me and call me at all at all hours. Yes, although sometimes, like me, you also use your phone as an alarm, and it's sitting next to your bed, and somebody fucking on the East Coast texts you some shit at like 6 in the morning. wait, do
1: you have an iPhone? Uh Uh-huh. I just never remember to turn it off. If you turn it off, your alarm still goes on. I
0: know, I just never remember. (laughs) Okay, I know now that to do. Don't text me at 7 in the morning. So don't text you before 9, before 10? No, it's... (laughs) <laughs> well, this is when I grew up. That between nine and nine, it was okay to call someone. Okay. Now I feel like with cell phones and because I'm a grown up, like during the during the week, like eight o'clock's is okay. I'm I'm usually up around then, so during the week, eight o'clock is okay, and I'll go to I'll go till ten o'clock at night. I'll give you that. But I, like I understand, like if I'm not if I'm not too sure if they have
1: their ringer off, like I don't know them that well, mm-hmm. I won't text them after a certain time or call, you
0: know, but. Pretty much. Friday and Saturday night, really. I mean, it's kind of open season. A friend of mine who's also my neighbor, he parties like a rock star. Hey, Michael. <laughs> um, and uh, he'll get home. like He and his lady will get home at like 3 in the morning, and they'll send me a text. they like, come over and do shots. <laughs> and I'll get it the next morning when I wake up. And I'm like, is it too early for me to pick you up <laughs> on this? Um, so that's okay. I find that funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get a
0: lot of drunk taxes
1: and stuff but for me
0: you can call me probably up until 11 o'clock on the weekends
1: okay good to know
0: but not sunday not sunday no because it's a school night okay there are a lot of rules but to know wow that's about calling
1: can you put it in a
0: a book maybe maybe what i'll do is a manual i'll put together an infograph or or like a spreadsheet (laughs) in that way you know what here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna create i'm gonna create a spreadsheet (laughs) And you can download it. You and Mister D and the spreadsheet, man. You can download it, and everyone can save it to like their phone or to their desktop <laughs> of their computer. Maybe keep it as the wallpaper for their screen, and that it, way they'll always oh, wanna, know when they're I they
1: want to tell Ti something. Oh wait, let me. Look. Yeah,
0: let me look up what time. Oh no! Oh no! I missed the window. I missed the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know different roles for like texting and calling. Jesus, I know it's really complicated. Um, okay, so anyhow, when I'm reading, it, it promptly eleven one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm reading lots of things. The one thing that I just finished reading was um, The Dark Knight Returns, the comic. And that was one that I always felt like I should read because you got to have like your nerd stripes by reading that. Oh. And um, it was really, really good. People love the fuck out of that comic book. (laughs) And I felt sometimes I was like, I don't know if I'm really getting it. And I think probably if I had a deeper appreciation for like the DC universe and Batman in general that... That would have been better. Yeah, but um, I enjoyed it, and Kevin Smith is always talking about the animated version, mm-hmm. so that is in my Netflix queue. And uh, I think that it was very good, and I highly recommend it for anybody who's wondering if they think that they should read it. If you're wondering if you should read it, you should just read it. Oh. it'll take you like three hours. Caps. Nice. It's really good. It's interesting. And did you keep it? Do you keep it in a plastic sleeve? No, it's like a um, it's like a book. Oh, it's not, not like, like a, it's not like a, book. yeah, it's not like things that I need to pull out of plastic bags. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so that's what you're reading, and on uh, like my
0: like my Buffy comics. I'd like to put those that out there. With... Those have to stay in the little sleeves. In the sleeves, and when you read them, do you wear white cotton gloves? Um, I've actually never read them. They were a gift. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They just sit collecting dust in a corner. Uh-oh. But they're awesome. <laughs> um,
1: so I am a huge Sharpie mm. person. Who doesn't love a good Sharpie? Um, especially, you know, just growing up tagging and just being an artist. I I just love Sharpies. I have one on me pretty much almost at all times. Do, if you, like, do you like to smell them? Uh, not really. Okay. And the, the the big ones the the per the the big ones that have that
0: smell yes but like regular sharpies they okay. don't really have a smell and I will vouch for the fact that she does usually have one on <laughs> at all times that later. and a tape measure
1: yeah well yeah and I lost my tape my my favorite one I lost I just had to get a new one Cause always because the Korean one that that I got it's in like millimeters so that's not gonna help me but um sharpies are my favorite and. You know, one thing that I envy—I have a couple of friends that have like their own Sharpie, like where it has like their name on it mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that's big time, and you that's, know you've
0: arrived.
1: Yeah, you know you arrived. You have your own Sharpies, um, but I did not know. And I was looking at um, my one of my favorite blogs, Core Seventy Seven, that there's a stainless steel Sharpie, a refillable Sharpie. I don't know how I did not know about this. Found out about it, and boom. It's coming in on Saturday, I'm getting oh, my own.
0: How much does it
1: cost? Um, they usually retail for about uh, eight something, nine something, but I went through Amazon, Amazon Prime, <laughs> and I got that shit for five ninety six with free two day shipping. shibuya. Oh my god, it's the Viceroy of Value, <laughs> so I'm so super excited. I'll have a link to it just so you can see what it looks like, and like the person who uh, I forget who wrote the the blog, um was like, yeah, you know, they would love for it to be, uh, be able to, uh, engrave it, you know, have your name on it and stuff. Uh Awesome.
0: Check it out. I'm looking at this picture right now. How awesome Ooh, It it looks like, it looks like a super fancy, like pen that Don Draper would have on his desk. Totally
1: but it's a Sharpie and it's refillable That's and it's the great. best thing in the whole wide world. I hope it writes very well. I love it is. It, I think it says it's like a thin fine point too, which I love. Um, so we'll see. We'll check it out. Once we c- arise, I will have pictures and I will write with it. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, we said that every time we'll try to do uh, a little bit of music. I like music. And music we're feeling is the name of the section, I guess, <laughs> until we change it up and come up with some theme music. Um, what I want to talk about was King Khan, that's K-H-A-N, and the shrines. Um, if you guys are familiar with uh, you know, Vice, the magazine, they used to have a label. Um, shout outs to Jeb, Jazz Beasy, who used to work there. Um, they uh, King Kong used to be on there on, on his own solo. And then him with his label mates, Black Lips, who I also love, uh, came together and did a group called the Almighty Defenders. And then now King Kong is with... Uh, another group of guys and it's called King Kong and the Shrines and I'll have a link to their website And I will play a little bit of the music for you now And what I like about King Kong and the Shrines and black lives and that whole little genre I don't know what you would call it, but whatever it is. It makes me feel like the movie The Outsiders, you know, like that nineteen fifties greaser, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, like punk, like but from that time sensibility. I don't know what it is. Like Black Lips, they do it for me. King Kong and the Shrines are really awesome. Uh, starting maybe mid last year, they started playing them a lot more on KCRW. Um, Chris Doritos, however I say his name, he mentioned them once, and uh, it, it also <laughs> Uh doesn't hurt that my friend, my good friend Eric Kohler, is uh-huh. uh now their new management. Uh. And he was like, Oh, have you heard of I'm managing King? I was like, Oh, I love King On. And they have this amazing show uh, when he was together with Black Lips. um and they did the Almighty Defenders. They're at Coachella, and they were amazing. One of the best shows ever. Uh-huh. So very entertaining. i have a link to their website. Um, check them out, let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, but you know um, what I'm
1: saying. Like, when Outside is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but like, is that there's this feeling, and I can't describe it. But the only way I can describe it is: listen to the Black Lips,
0: listen to King Khan and the Shrines. To me, I I was going with more of like a '70s thing, like a almost like it makes me feel like I'm kind of in Starsky and Hutch. Oh really? Yeah. Mm,
1: yeah. No, not for me. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, would you be a greaser or a so- sh- oh, sh- Come on, please.
1: <laughs> I'm a person of color. Totally be a greaser. <laughs> Ninja, please. What would
0: you, would you be? I don't know. I think I would be neither. You'd be, you'd be like, um, what's her name? The girl, Diane Lane. Yeah, what was it? Cherry? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be like her. You'd be like her, like- Totally down with the song, but totally down with the graziers. I would be like, oh, get me out of here, that I only get to have to be one or the other. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd be confused.
1: But um, see Thomas Howe. Thomas C. Howe. See Thomas Howe. Thomas how? Mm-hmm. How bad. Let's talk about him and how bad he's aged. I haven't seen him. Oh, he's on South. Oh, did we talk about Southland on the show yet? How no. much I love that show? I don't think so. Well, it's Bad Kids. And he's on it, and he looks horrific. Really? He did not age well. I thought it was makeup for a role back oh. for something else. No, no. He, he's real wrinkly. He's real. He didn't age well at all.
0: That's funny. Well, I mean, I'm glad that he's found um, more life in his career. Yeah, he's been on the past couple of seasons. I think from the from Jump. I think that I had his picture in my locker in like... Oh, I, I had his... Uh, fifth grade or something. I
1: had his picture uh, up on my wall from uh,
0: what was called... Bop, or what was it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Bop. Oh, my Bop. God. <laughs> oh, my God. How much did I love Bop?
1: Bop, and I forget the name of the other one. But, yeah, he was next to my Ralph Macchio. Let's see, Ralph
0: Macchio never did it for me. Ralph Macchio was up there, and then not... And by never did it for me, I'd really like to point out... We were like... <laughs> Yeah, we were like 10. Crush like, not, not <laughs> you like, didn't you know, know. Get, get the panties wet, but kind of like, did. oh, make your heart go
1: bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, like, oh, he's
0: cute. Like, but you don't even know you, anything you even about him. Yeah.
1: But you know who else was on my wall? And he was only in it once was the um, the guy with the dark hair from Weird Science.
0: One of the nerds? From where, like the main, yeah, the main dark gardener, not, not the, not the other one, not Michael C. Hall. Yeah. Not Michael C. <laughs> Hall, but
1: the other one, I forget his name, but I used to have a t- huge crush on him.
0: Huh? Yeah. That was the only movie he was ever in. Yeah, I
1: know. And he was in like the magazine once, but you know how like all the
0: other guys are in it all the time. You know who you should have had a crush on? Who? Jake Ryan. Oh,
1: psh, I made t-shirts for that dude. Come on, of course he, he's a give it.
0: For those of you who don't know, slash the guys who are listening to this,
1: Michael Cholru of Electricity.
0: He was in, he was in Sixteen Candles. He was Molly hot Ringwald's guy. hot guy love interest. He could,
1: he can come out right now, dressed the way he was dressed in Sixteen Candles, and still be fucking on point.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing that I loved is that he like did that, and maybe a couple other things
1: he did, um, which I just watched up in the bay mermaids which is one of my favorite movies oh. and he was in mermaids and i was watching i was like why is he kind of acting like he's uh mentally disabled a little bit in the beginning of the movie
0: and you're like oh maybe because he has a new life <laughs> um but what he did is he did like a, a few roles and then he decided that hollywood wasn't for him went back to being a carpenter went back to like. being a carpenter in I like georgia find,
1: i can't find i've been uh, maybe no, last girl, year.
0: i have looked right yes
1: i've been looking and looking and looking i want to know oh, what he I looks been like been looking now looking.
0: Jesus Christ. He's um he's still fine, I'm sure. I hope so. He's still Jake Ryan. Maybe it's better that way,
1: you know. I think it's better. I think it's better. (laughs) You will live
0: on in our minds
1: as Jake Ryan. The best. Um, yeah, so what what are we thinking? Think it's a
0: wrap? I think it's a wrap. All right, kids. Thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah. Thanks for hanging uh, in. Yeah. Do reach out to us. We love to hear from you. There's anything you want to talk about? Um, You know, we'll kind of talk about anything. You can tell us stuff that you're really into and we're not into it or know anything about it. We'll still talk shit about it. (laughs) Don't you worry. (laughs) We're here for you.
1: We're equal opportunity offenders. Equal
0: opportunity shit talkers right here. (laughs) Just don't say anything bad about Chris Hardwick. Oh, not anymore because they're soulmates. Mm -hmm. We're soulmates. Mm -hmm. Jesus.
1: (laughs) All right. Peace out, nerds.